Good morning, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome, welcome, welcome to yet another motivational moment in the morning. Happy day after Mother's Day to all of you amazing mothers out there. Had a fantastic time on yesterday. I hope you all had a great time as well. Today we are looking forward to connecting with you all here. Thank you so much for joining us on today. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on time. We definitely look forward to this time with you guys every day. We ask that you continue to share with your friends, family, coworkers, associates. The call grows every single day, and we are so excited to get all the testimonies, the emails, text messages, uh, Facebook messages, Instagram messages, all over the world from people who are dialing in and plugging into the call here. So thank you so much for sharing. We ask that you continue to do so as well. Post your notes on social media. Tag us in it using the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it and flood social media with something positive, man. There's so much going on. It's great to be that source of inspiration and positivity for somebody else, just like somebody was that for you. Okay, so we ask that you do that on today. Ladies, go ahead and set your reminders. Join us tonight at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time for Straight Talk, Woman Talk. The telephone number is the same as this one here. The PIN code is different. The PIN code is 845-165, but same telephone number that you dialed in for today on this morning, but different PIN number, 845-165. We're going to talk about manipulation. We're going to talk about how to identify the Jezebel spirit, how not to become like that. And so we're going to really get into some serious stuff on tonight. So you want to make sure you and every sister, woman that you love and care for, jump on that call on tonight, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, and get additional information. Hear more replays at straighttalkwomantalk.com. And also join us June the 11th in person for the Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part session that will be taking place in New Orleans, Louisiana. Myself and Minister Keisha Wilson are headed that way. We are looking forward to definitely serving that marketplace and really uncovering a lot of those things that women just need to do in order to be productive people. Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with zero judgment. So we really are able to get to the heart of the matter. So join us tonight, and then Market Calendar and join us June 11th as well. We are looking forward to that. Remember, straighttalkwomantalk.com is where you can get more information. And if you haven't had a chance to become a VIP, a Vision Impact Partner, visit our website, www.windreamscollide.com. Subscribe today. Uh, join the mailing list, and you'll be able to do so. As we announce things, new things that we are doing, every now and then we send out some inspirational things. You want to be the first to get the content and information that we share. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hope you're ready to rock and roll because we are on Get Out Your Morning. Get out your pen and paper if you're stationary for your notes. You're driving, put in your earpiece. Um, remember, post your notes on social media. Tag us in it using the hashtag Land Dreams Collide. Honey, why don't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs. Absolutely. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, y'all. Vision, impact, partners. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we're Rejoice and be glad in it. 
I am excited about your future. Did you hear me this morning? I said, I am excited about your future. I want to talk to you from a thought this morning. Have you seen it? Have you seen it? Yes, have you seen it? It doesn't matter what everybody else sees. Before man gave you his opinion, God gave you his, your vision. Before man gave you his opinion, God gave you the vision. Have you seen it? Oftentimes, you're going to have to believe in the dark. Or you're going to have to, yes, you're going to have to believe in the dark. What does not appear to see or what does not appear to be seen in the light. You must believe in the dark. you got to keep believing in the dark until it manifests into the light because it has to go through its embryonic stages. It has to go through the stages where it is a seed. See, the seed always first must be planted. See, if you don't get planted, you will never grow. If you never get planted, you will never develop. If you never get planted, you will never become a harvest. See, the harvest never looks like the seed, but in order for the seed to turn into a harvest, it must first be planted. Have you seen it? See, that seed must go through a process. It is first put into the ground. Yes, it is first put into the ground. You will be grounded for a while. Yes, your plane will be grounded for a while. Have you ever been on a plane and they kept you grounded on the tarmac? You thought you had a place to be. You had a schedule to keep. Maybe you had a connecting flight and they say, we have to be grounded because we've got some mechanical difficulties or the weather is not right or, or something happens better yet. You're grounded on a plane for an hour and the captain or the stewardess can tell you why. They just know that all systems are not go yet, but they may not know to the degree of why, why it's not time to move. And here you are sitting in a place of frustration. You're no longer in line. You're no longer in the security checkout. You're no longer at home. You've got your bags packed. Your bags are checked. You have got your seat. You're sitting down. The AC is on, but, but you're not moving. And you can slip into frustration because you're grounded. See, all seed must be planted into the ground. The only trees that grow are the ones that are planted. You must believe in the dark what God showed you in the light. You must believe in the dark what God has shown you in the light when you're grounded because when people see you're grounded, they're going to think something is wrong. When people see you at the same place, they're going to see something is wrong. They're going to actually think, write this down, that you're stuck. The difference between being stuck and grounded is your expectation. The difference between being stuck and grounded is your expectation. So when a seed goes into the ground, the expectation is that at some point when the season changes, at some point as it goes through the matriculation of stages, as it grows through what it's supposed to endure, that a harvest will show up. The stage that you'll go through is being grounded. That seed then, first of all, you dig a hole. Oh. You dig a hole and you put the seeds in the hole. 
That's why I tell people all the time, Robert Shula says, you can count the amount of seeds in an apple, but you can never count the amount of apples that come from one single seed. That seed is in the ground. And then that seed is covered up with darkness and dirt. Have you seen it? See, have you seen it? Have you seen what you're going to look like? Because maybe right now you're in a dark place. Maybe right now you are in a dirty place. I mean, things, yeah, things don't look like they're supposed to look. Dr. Miles Monroe says, eyes that look are common, but eyes that can see are rare. Have you seen it? See, the people that are looking at you, they all they see right now is they're going to see your dirt. All they're going to see right now is the darkness that surrounds you. Yeah, you can't pay the bills on time. The mortgage is behind. The light bill keeps coming uh, due, and, and you can't pay it consistently. All they see is that you're on the brink of divorce. All they see is your body is out of shape. All they see is you're not qualifying for the next position. All they see at this moment is what it looks like. And if they're not careful, and if you're not careful, you can begin to believe that you're not planted, but you're actually buried. See, the difference between planting a seed and burying a seed is the expectation that one day it will rise and turn into a harvest. Have you, have you seen it? See, in this process, when you're in the ground, Covered in darkness and in dirt. The reason why you're so covered right now where, where people can't see you, you've got to be careful not to always be seen because God may be hiding you for a reason. I'm not telling you to quit. There's a difference between quitting and knowing when you've had enough. There's a difference between quitting and knowing when you've had enough. I've had enough. Oh, you got to get to the place that Fannie Lou Heyman was at where she says, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. Have, have you seen it? See, when that seed is in the ground, when you're in the ground, when you're planted, you begin to take root. Your faith begins to take root. Your nutrients come from that ground. See, your nutrition comes from the grind. Your nutrition comes from the ground. Your nutrition, what will build you tough. What will make you who you are? What will make a man out of you? What will separate the men from the boys, the girls from the women? What will separate the wheel is the wall. Yes. When you're covered in dirt and, dirt and darkness. Nobody can see you. You don't even, you don't look appetizing. You don't look appeasing. You don't look like anything remotely close a business person. You don't look like anything close to a minister or to a pastor. You don't look like anything close to a multimillionaire. You don't even look like anything close to a champion because you're covered in darkness and in dirt. But oh, after a while, the rain comes and it gets real muddy. See, you can't pray for rain if you can't deal with the mud. Do not pray for rain if you cannot deal with the mud, because when the rain comes, the rain is coming to, to germinate the process. 
when the rain, when the storm comes in your life, it's coming to make sure the seed that you sow gets watered, it gets fertilized, and it gets fortified. See, the storms in your life that you experience, they're coming to make sure that you're planted and not buried. Have you seen it? The storms in your life. See, one thing I know about a storm is either you just left the storm, you're in a storm, or a storm is on its way to come visit you. Have you prepared for the storm in your life? Have you, have you seen it? Oh, that's what Tracy, my wife and I, we go dream building often. And she does, she loves doing it more than I do. She loves going to see homes. I love to go see cars. Sometimes when she says, honey, let's go look at a home or let's go look at some, let's go look at our future. Sometimes I, I, I don't even want to do it. But there's something about the experience of walking through that home, even when you're in foreclosure. Shucks. Something about having the experience of going to sit in your dream car when yours is up for repossession. It's something about having that experience that would take you from the bus to the Bentley. And it take you from the outhouse to the penthouse. Have you seen it? Yeah. Taking those trips to evaluate where you're going to be. Taking those having those experiences to have an instant preplay of what's to come. Yeah, that's, that's what uh, Albert Einstein says. He says your imagination is an instant preview of life's coming attractions. Your imagination is an instant preview of life's coming attractions. Have you seen it? Go visit that home. Go, go visit and, and take that drive. Go, go get you some magazines. Start looking at those dream vacations and, and, and start, start looking at where you're going to be. See, there's nothing with the fruits. There's always something challenged with the root. The root is how you think. The root is your perspective. If we can change your root, we can produce some fruit. If we can change your root, we can produce some fruit. It's the root of it. That's what happens with that seed. It goes into the ground. It's covered in darkness and in dirt. And over a season, over a period of time, over the process, what begins to happen is that you start to see a little nimbling. Yeah. You don't see the branches yet. You just see just a little nimbling, just a little, just a little beauty of what's going to happen, what's going to come, the experience, the, the, the fruit that's going to come. See, when it comes from the seed, uh, uh, when it comes from the ground, it doesn't necessarily already have, listen to me, the fruit. Yeah, this is the next stage that you're going through in your metamorphosis. Once you come out of the ground, you, you break through the ground and you break through the dirt. You break through the darkness. You still don't have fruit. It doesn't mean that you don't have roots. But just because you've broken through the ground, don't expect people to come see about you yet. See, people, listen to me, most people only want your fruit. Your real friends water your roots. Would you write that down? Most people don't want your fruit. 
Only your real friends care to water your roots. Have you seen it? Don't be ashamed of your true story. The more dirt you have, the more seeds you can bury. you got to respect the process. Most people are like, you know, I can't tell them the truth about my situation. I can't I can't do all that. Listen, in order for new seeds to be planted, you got to have some dirt. That's the only thing seeds are planted in. That's the only type of ground they're planted in. It's just it's dirt. So so you yourself got to recognize that all of the dirt that you've done, said, felt, experienced, all of those dirty things are not are not to be ashamed of. They're they're for good use. Nothing you've been through will be wasted, even the bad things, because God will use all of those things, all of those things. And trade in the beauty for your ashes. He'll use every single bit of what you've experienced. That's the ground. That's what's going to fertilize and, and cultivate your seed that you sow for your new future. The new life that you want. The new experiences that you want to have. Mark 4, 28-29, in the Message Bible, it says, God's kingdom is like a seed thrown on a field by a man who then goes to bed and forgets about it. The seed sprouts and grows. He has no idea how it happens. The earth does it without his help. First the green grass, then the bud, then the ripened grain. When the grain is fully formed, he reaps. It's harvest time. It's a process, ladies and gentlemen, and it's going to happen without your help. You're going you're gonna to have to participate, but you're not going to be able to will this through. You're not going to be able to will the next season through and force it to happen. There's just certain things that have to respect the law of life. God's principles are laws. They're not subject to emotion or condition. It doesn't matter what you feel about the harvest right the, the harvest time process. It is what it is. You gotta respect the law. You can't get a harvest if you don't sow a seed. You can't. And there's no such thing as a small seed. When, especially when the mustard seed is the smallest of all seeds, and the scripture tells us if you have faith to that size. So, so you got to recognize whatever it is that you are expecting to or desire to have new growth in, you got to sow first. Your harvest is what you keep. Whatever you hold on to, that's your harvest. And if what you're holding on to is not what you want, you got to let it go. It's your seed. If what you're holding on to is not what you want, you got to sow it because it is your seed. It is the seed to get you what it is that you want and that you desire. And it's not always a pretty process waiting for things to happen. Matter of fact, it can get real ugly, real stressful, real frustrating, real a lot of things, real not happy, okay? That's just part of the process. When a seed goes through the germination phase, uh, if you if you look up germination process of a seed, first of all, the seed has to be planted in the dark environment, number one. But number two, the temperature of the environment is wet and warm. Can you imagine? You know what it's like, especially those of you who live here in, in Houston or somewhere where it's very humid. You just feel sticky and nasty. That's the type of environment that the seed has to be planted in. And guess what? Before it goes through the germination phase, the seed first must die to what it is. So you took this great, this seed of corn and you planted it and then this fresh, beautiful seed dies in the ground first before it takes root and then gives life 
to what it is to become. So throughout that germination process of your life, when you are in that dark place, that that wilderness experience, you're going to feel lonely. It's going to feel dark. You're not going to be able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. There's going to be so many negative things happening to you. That's because you are dying to who you were, who you were mentally, who you were emotionally, physically, psychologically, spiritually. You're dying to that old person, that ineffective thing, those ineffective ways. You, you have to purge yourself and release yourself of all of those things. All of that must die in order to make room for what you are to become, to make room for the new thought process. You've got to get rid of the old one. To, to, to make room for the new life full of, full of peace, you've got to get rid of the old pain. To, to make room for a healthy relationship, you've got to get rid of the baggage from the past one. It's part of the process, and that's the that's the the unexciting part about the journey. And the challenge with a lot of people is because they, when they go through that germination phase of life, and they begin to think that they're buried instead of planted, because when something buries, it dies completely. It never gives life again. But when it's planted, the expectation is for it to give life. And so a lot of people think they're buried when they're planted. So when they think that they buried, they get it mixed up. They begin to to fight to survive. They get they begin to rescue attempt to rescue themselves and in order to and, and they begin to dig up their seeds. The very seeds that they just sown for the growth, because they face some type of opposition or, re, or rejection along the way, along the journey, whether it's insecurity, whatever it is, they begin to dig up that seed that they just planted. So now you shortcut the process completely and what could have been a beautiful harvest is now nothing. Now it's a dead crop. Nothing grows. Nothing happens. And you're not only you're not back to where you were. You're worse than where you were when you first started. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven says, "For I know the thoughts that I think towards you," says the Lord, "thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope." See, that's His vision of you. That's God. That's what God sees of you. That's how He sees us. How do you see yourself? What do you think? What is your, if that's what his intention is for our life, then apparently the process to getting the harvest is necessary. I believe that he thought it through. I don't think that God does anything irrationally without analyzing it first and knowing what's going to happen. He's all knowing. He knows everything. He's omniscient. He knows everything. So there's nothing that we are experiencing have experienced, are experiencing, or will experience in life that he has not already calculated as part of the process for us. So if he said, I listen, I know what I think about you. I think peace. Because I, I future, hope, not evil. You know why? Because I, I planned it that way. I know what's in store for you. I know the harvest that's coming to you. Do you? We got to believe it first. We we got to receive it first. Philippians 4 and 8, finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are a good report, if there is any virtue, if there is anything that is praiseworthy, meditate on those things. Listen, if you if you don't think about something, think about something that's going to be productive. If you if you if you talking about seeing your future, listen. Whatever you see, you're gonna attract. 
So if you're going to think about something, think about something that's going to get you to that place that you want to go. Don't fake it until you make it. Make it. Fake it until you make it. How do you fake it until you make it, Portia? You live in your future. You experience your future. A person can be talked out about what they think. They can be talked out of what they believe. But they can never be talked out of what they know. You can be talked out of what you think. And you can be talked out of what you believe because there's still a little bit of doubt there. There's still a little bit of unknown. But you can never be talked out of what you know. And you know what you experience. Your experiences becomes your, your truth. So if you want to get out of the situation that you're in, the quickest way for you to get out of your situation that you're in right now, no matter how deep of a hole you may be in, is to go live in it somewhere else, to go experience it, go experience that future. That's the best way to get out of it. you got to see it. Seeing, believing, they go hand in hand. When you see a thing, you see that new whatever, Whatever it is that you want, when you see it, now you got that mental picture, the emotion is behind it, your belief begins to stretch, next thing you know, your activity increases, and now you get the result that you desire. You become one step closer throughout that germination process. You become one step closer, your roots dig deeper, they take hold more, and you're that much closer to to, to receiving that harvest of who it is you want to become and what it is that you desire to have and You know, all of those things begin to become true, and they begin to manifest in your life. You got to go experience it, folks. If you're going to invest your time doing anything, put your energy, your effort, and your focus on doing things that are productive, doing things that encourage you, doing things that inspire you, hanging around people who do the exact same thing. Understand, there's seed, time, then harvest. Nobody knows how much time it's going to take. But just know the time that it does take is the perfect time. Honey? You're so right. It is the perfect time because at the appointed time, you will be promoted. At the appointed time, you will manifest. At the appointed time, everybody's going to see the beauty that's beyond skin deep. See, out position is the sign that you're in position. And man's rejection is simply God's redirection. If you go through the process, and not only go through it, if you are willing to grow through it, it's not what you know, it's that you grow. It is not that you know, it is that you grow. If you grow through it, one day people are going to point back to that seed story including you, and say, I remember when I was just a seed. I remember when I was covered in darkness and in dirt. But look at me now. Have you seen it? God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.